Good morning. Good now, good now, everyone. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Good morning. Hallelujah. Good now, everyone. Thank you for this space, Father. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you for this day. Thank you. Good now, everyone. Father, this morning we ask you to, as you've came into this room before us, we ask you, Father, to reveal yourself to us this morning. Reveal yourself to us this morning as we have this time of prayer and worship with you. Show us the new things this morning, Father. Show us the new things and show us and guide us how to keep you in our presence as we go through our day today. To see you, Father, not ourselves and not everyone around us and not everything going on around us, Father, but to see you. May we be devoted to you in prayer and in praise. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Keep us rooted in you in this in this space today. As we go forth our day, as we're finishing up our day, wherever we're at in our day, Father. We know you've gone before us this morning. Thank you. Thank you for giving us a new life. Last, um, last Wednesday when we had communion, um, I've never done a communion virtually, so that was a first time for me, and it was it was just so touching and so uplifting and I felt like it just put such a a different light on my day it's so great to know that you know it's how you overcome an obstacle or you 
I don't guess it's really overcoming an obstacle, but all of us are in this space together and we can't physically be in front of one another face to face. So this space was given to us and I'm so grateful for Clubhouse. I'm so grateful for this class, for this group that I came into and being able to virtually do something together with a group of people that you spend several hours a week with was just so intimate. It was so touching and intimate. And it was just absolutely one of the most amazing things to be able to have communion in your own home with people that you love and care about. I just want to take a minute and just say thank you to everyone that participated that day, who prayed, who spoke. I don't remember everyone that morning, but I know Minister Mel spoke. And it was just one of those times that you will never forget. Father, show us how to increase our faith in you and to remove the things that are not of you. Remove the weariness of our souls so that we can make more space for things that are of you. I ask, Father, that you just increase our faith this morning. Increase our faith. And and the knowledge of knowing that it's okay for us to ask you again for something that we've already asked you for. I've heard that in this room so many times. And I don't think you know how um, it lifts a weight up off my shoulders because, you know, I've been brought up and raised that you pray for something and you let it go and you give it to God. And then you don't, and nobody ever said that it was okay to ask for it again or to pray about it again. You know, you're taught sometimes that you just let it go and give it to God, but you got to check back in sometimes. And I think that's where praying fervently comes in. Show us how to pray, Father. Show us what to pray for. Give us the words 
for someone that needs a word so that they can carry their testimony into their life, to this space. Testimonies are so, they're just, they're so uplifting. They make you feel so good to hear someone's testimony and to know that the Lord is showing them their way. Keep us rooted in you, Father. Remove all the desires that are not of you. Keep us rooted and keep those roots growing deeper and deeper in you. So that all of the things that are not of you are broken off. Heal our heal relationships, whether it be marriages or friendships, parents, grandparents, children, whatever relationships need to be healed, I ask that you come in and I speak a life over all those relationships that have hurt, that have pain. Speak life into those, that those relationships will mend and that the things of you will show in what we do. If there's someone that you need to go to, to talk to, to apologize, to just say, hey, you know what? My ego was really big. I've asked my father for forgiveness and now I'm asking you. I speak life over all of those relationships right now in this room. Life is very, very short. And we are not promised tomorrow. Don't let your pride or your stubbornness keep you from doing something. If you feel that little nudge in your heart about something, always like to always like to say that's a little nudge from god he's kind of like poking you or elbowing you a little bit and saying hey move forward father any of us that have i just want to ask for the light you know a lot of times father we we mistreat ourselves caring 
for other people and putting other people before you, before us. And we mistreat our temple. And we spoke, and I've spoke before about how February was kind of like our January. We just wanted to have a clean slate again. Help us, Father, to not neglect ourselves. Help us not neglect our temple. Because when we neglect us, we can't do your work. We put everything else before you when we neglect ourselves. So, Father, we ask your forgiveness this morning as I, as I'm, I'm sure most of us in here are guilty of neglecting us somewhere. We want to lift our temples up to you so that we can serve you and honor you. Thank you for our bodies, Father, for our living bodies that, you know, for breath, for the air in our lungs, for the mobility, for being able to have senses of sight and taste and touch and hearing. And for those of us who don't have all of those senses, thank you for this body that the other senses take over when one sense isn't working so well. Thank you for these bodies you've given us. Fingers and toes and our arms, our shoulders, our necks, our heads, our backs, our hips, our thighs, our legs, all the movable parts. Thank you our flesh, our skin, the air we breathe, the blood that flows through our body, the cells, the DNA. Thank you for everything that you have put on this body that serves a purpose, but show, but give us, Father, the strength and the grace and the knowledge and the will to make that body better for you. To make our body stronger for you. 
so that we can serve you. We're not all shaped the same. We're not all, all bodies are shaped differently. Let's not compare ourselves to the other images that we see, but to compare or not compare, but just to see the images, the image that God has made us. When we look in the mirror and we see something we don't like in that mirror, let's change that to praising you and thanking you for what you gave us. For the body you gave us. I speak life that we will take care of that body. So that as we are rooting ourselves in you, so we can be more like you. That we see your image when we look in the mirror. Your creation. Thank you for your protection, your guidance. Father, I just want to praise you this morning and lift you up. Thank you, Father, for all you do for us that we don't see. The times you go before us and you get us safely to work or our destinations. The times you go before us and you heal us. The times you go before us and you handle the situation and we don't have to. All the times you've gone before us and protected us and kept us safe. Thank you, Father. I praise your heavenly precious name for that. Thank you, Father, for showing us and teaching us and presenting to us how to be more like you. There's so many things we forget to thank you for, Father. This nice cup of tea, a room to be able to come into and have silence so that I can pray. Our homes, heat, air conditioning, cars to get us where we need to go, our families, food on the table. So many people don't have those things. 
So I ask each and every one of you today as you go about your day and as you're either starting or ending your day to thank God for all of the things around you and not just the material things, but as I spoke about our bodies, thank Him for all of those little things we forget to thank Him for. We get in the hustle and bustle and sometimes you just don't even realize how precious and how grateful and how thankful you should be. Father, show us all today what we can do to make you smile. What can we do to make you happy today. Is it making that phone call or sending that email or that text message to encourage someone or lift them up or let them know you're praying for them? Is it that hug you're gonna give someone, the smile you're gonna give someone? Is it letting someone out in traffic? Is it looking over at someone sitting in the car beside you and simply smiling or waving? Is it buying someone's lunch or coffee or a soda or a water? Is it getting someone a cup of water? Is it holding someone's hand? Whatever it may be, nudge us. Give us the nudge. Let us feel the nudge. Yes, Father, nudge us, elbow us. If you have to tap us on the shoulder a little bit harder, we'll take it. We just want your nudges. And let us be present. Let us be present and feel the nudge. I ask all of these things in your precious heavenly name, Father, and I just lift you up and praise you this morning. Thank you. Thank you, Father, in Christ's name. Amen. 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 Now in the atmosphere of worship, Father, we just thank you. Like Minister Mel said, we thank you for the big and the small. We thank you that you're a God that focuses on the major and the minor. What we may think is minor, <laughs> you think is major. What we might think is major, you think is minor. Father God, we just thank you, Father, because you love us. We thank you for everything, Lord. That the fact that you, you breathe life into us this morning. The way that 
Minister Sheila says, good now. We just say thank you, Lord, for the good now. That everything is good right now. That you see everything is good right now. Father, we just thank you that even in our times that that we may feel weary, Father God, that you we can run to you because you give us rest. Father God, for that we are eternally grateful. We thank you, Father God, if we had 10,000 tongues, it wouldn't be enough to thank you for what you did, for what you're doing and for what you're still going to do. That there is no other God, that we have no other God to thank. That you're the one and true God. Thank you for just being the am that I am. Thank you for being our potter. Thank you for being our creator, our deliverer, our provider. Thank you for being the all-knowing God the only true and wise God, our redeemer, our comforter, our reminder. Thank you for being our hope and our future. Father, that you're the author and the finisher of our faith. Mm, Thank you. Lord, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. Lord, we give you all the adoration. We thank you. Thank you, Lord. For the song that played last week. Um, by Nathaniel Bassey about having no other God. Father, I have no other God but you. I have no other God but you. For you have done for me what no man can do. I have no other God but you. Thank you, Father, because there is no other God but you. You have done for us what no man can do. We have no other God but you. Thank you for being that last card. Like when you play... When you play uh, play a game, you know, a card game, and you know you're about to win, you lift it up really high, and you're like, wow, last card, <laughs> right? Thank you, Father, for being that last card, that finisher of all things. You, When you said it on the cross, you said it is finished. Thank you for finishing it, Lord. Oh, Father God, we just thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord, for being the one and true God, the only living and wise God. We thank you. I was in my quiet time prior to getting on, and I was studying his word and um, in Romans, you know, Romans is such a when um, in Romans 8.28 I happened to be in the Amplified and the Amplified said and we know 
with great confidence that God who is deeply concerned about us causes all things to work together as a plan for the good for those who love God to those who are called according to its plan and purpose. The thing about our walk with him is that we've all been called We've all been called for a purpose. He, he's a God of, that is a God of purpose. He breathed life into you this morning. He gives you those faculties that sometimes we take for granted that you could walk, that you could talk, that you can move about. It's all for his purpose. It's our, it's our job to figure out that purpose that he's called us for. It's our job to walk in that purpose. When you find out the purpose that God has for your life, to walk in that purpose. Um, I know there was a Pastor Rick Warren, you know, remember that very, that best-selling book and series, Purpose Driven Life. We have to have that life that's purpose-driven. It says in his word, And I usually, typically, I, I, I read the New King James Version, but this one in particular says, with great confidence, that we should have great confidence that he's deeply concerned with us. God is concerned with the thing. And that's why I said sometimes God is a God that focuses on the major and the minor. So those little things, you're like, why am I praying for that? Or why am I thinking about that? There's people that don't even have that. No, God is God is deeply concerned with the you know He gives us the desires of our hearts, but He's deeply concerned. Who do you think placed those desires in you? God is deeply concerned. Oh, I love that. With great confidence, He's deeply concerned about us. And because he's deeply concerned, he causes all things to work together as a plan. It's all planned. Whether the good and the bad, it's planned. It's a plan. And the thing about it, what's so wonderful about knowing and being, knowing that God is deeply concerned, even the parts that you know we are of this world but not in this world i mean we're 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 in this world but not of this world right and so what's so great about god and his plan is that even when the plan doesn't seem like it's going right he's still there he's deeply concerned he's going to walk with you through those difficult times he's still there he's still there traversing with you, covering you, protecting you, giving you like uh, like the Israelites when they were in their wilderness period. He's still there giving us manna from heaven. As a plan for good, as a plan for good, 
And it's always good with God. He's a good God. He's a awesome God. He is only good for those who are called. For those, I'm sorry, for those who love God. So first, the first precept is loving him. You don't have to be called. When you love him, he's going to call you. <laughs> and those who are called according to his purpose. So the first precept is to love him, love him, love him. Oh, Father God, we just thank you. We thank you for the plan over our lives. We thank you that you will never, you never leave, for never leaving us or forsaking us, for always being with us throughout the plan, at the beginning, through the middle, and to the end. That's why it says he's the author and the finisher of our faith. That he is there to the end. Oh, Father God, we just give you praise and adoration for being such a great God, such a loving God, such a kind God. And at the same time, you're still a consuming fire. We thank you for being that lion of the tribe of Judah. We thank you for being our hope of glory. We thank you for being a light upon our path, the light of the world, our restorer. We thank you for everything that is being restored here in Restoration House, Father God. We thank you for, for, for what you're going to do, Lord God. We thank you for what you're still going to do, what, what you're doing and what you're going to do, Father God. We thank you, Father God, because we know, Father God, that when we, <laughs> when we get to the gates, we want to hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. Well done. Father, we just thank you. We glorify your holy name, Father. Because you're just an awesome God. You're so worthy, worthy, worthy. Worthy, worthy. Said at the beginning, um, during her time of exhortation, when she just talked about thanking God for everything. The things that we take for granted sometimes. That we just expect to wake up and be able to speak. That we just expect to wake up and to be able to see. That we just expect to wake up and, you know, we went to bed and our legs were working and we're going to wake up and our legs are working. We just expect those things. And we just, you have to know that that's all a gift from him. That's all according to his plan. He gives you those things so you can work out his plan for you. Oh, Father, we thank you. We thank you for your plan. We thank you for your plan, Lord, for our lives. And Father God, for those that don't know their purpose or plan here on this earth, Father God, speak to them right now so that they can know the purpose for their lives to be able to walk in the plan that you have for them. Always oh, thank you, Father God. Think about even Jesus' walk here on this earth. It wasn't until 30 where he knew, like, mm, this is... He knew who he was all that time, but 
the plan took really took took form when he turned 30 and was baptized right after he had his wilderness period sometimes we do have to go through that wilderness period before we God reveals the plan for us but the main thing that it says in Romans 8:28 is for those who love him if you love him if you're chasing after him, if you're pressing towards the mark to get to know him better, to to commune with him better, he's going to reveal all that to you. Your focus in all things needs to be remain steadfast on the one that has called you, the one that is that gives you life. For, for good for those who are who love God for those who love God the first preceptor is to love God is to love God is to love God is to love God you have to love God in every situation love God sometimes we we get so um bogged down in our daily routines and doing sometimes we tend to focus on the focus on the minor and not the major the major is him the major is following him the major is communing with him the major is getting to know him it's because the, while you're getting to know God he starts to reveal you to you Ooh, ain't that mm. As you commune with him and get to know him more, he starts to reveal you to you. All of a sudden you're like, oh, I didn't know that about myself. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for that word. Thank you for that word. Thank you. Thank you for that scripture. Oh, that's a scripture I could stand on. Oh, we exalt you, Lord. We exalt you. We exalt you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We exalt you, Father. We exalt you. We exalt you right now, Father. Because... Our focus is on you, Lord God. We focus on you because it says, while focusing on you, all other things shall be added to us. All, not a little bit. He didn't say just one or two things. He didn't say, you know, just those things over there. He said all things. Oh, Father, we exalt you, Father. We exalt you, Lord. We exalt you, Lord. We exalt you, Father God. We exalt you, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Father. We exalt your holy name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your time. Thank you for this precious time in your presence. 
Thank you, Father God, because we will hearken our ears to hear you, to hear your instructions, to hear your plan for our lives. Thank you, Father. We exalt you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Let us continue to worship. Oh God, we thank you. We bless you and we thank you, God. We magnify your holy name. Oh God, as Minister Lillian said, Lord, we exalt thee. We exalt thee above everything, oh God. And I thank you, oh God, that 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 song. Um, for me, music is all music was the first. Um, introduction to Jesus um, when I first got saved I told you guys I come from a family of Muslims deep strong Muslims so when I first got saved my sister um, made a burned a CD that's how long ago it was of um, Yolanda Adams songs and I just listened and that's how I got to in some ways know God so God I thank you that you use different um, reminders and and it nudges as Pastor Mel and Minister Sheila and Minister Lillian are to remind us. So, God, so I thank you that we are reminded of the need to exalt it. Because there are times, oh God, in our life that depending on what is going on day by day, God, I thank you that days are not monotonous, that every day something different happens, something um, that you may be facing today, you weren't facing tomorrow. But there is a reminder that we must always exalt thee. That when the winds are roaring and the water is looking to overflow, oh God, when life seems busy or hard or difficult, when there are things that seem to be out of our control, however it is, oh God, thank you for the reminder that I must always lift you up, oh God. That there are times that my emotion and my circumstances seek to overtake me or seek to be sat on the throne. That how I feel and what I want and those different things may seek to seat itself. Either I seat it or it seats itself on the throne, oh God. So I thank you that the reminder that I am to always exalt thee. That you come first. Because exaltation is about the idea of proper order. That I put things in its rightful place. Two never comes before one. Three never comes before one. Four never comes before one. One is always first. God, I thank you that you are always first in our lives. God, I ask that you help us to remember that not that you, not only are you first in our overall lives, but you need to be first in our minds, first in our hearts, first in our souls, first in our spirits, first. God, I desire that you that we become that you be the first thing when trouble comes. I think of you first. I run to you first. I speak to you first. I speak your word first. When pain and when despair and when all these different things, oh God, even when good things come, oh God, that you come first. God, I think that we're real. I think we're getting better as believers in this time when, when in, in the midst of this pandemic of, of, of exalting you in the, in the troubling time. But what about when things are good? What about when we are blessed? 
What about when we're on the mountaintop? What about when the things that we've prayed and we've sought and we've labored and toiled for in prayer, you give us? Are you first then? I don't I don't know. My 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 grandmother and my mother used to you know, have these conversations, these little sayings about certain things that didn't make any sense to me as a child. But now, as I am a mother and a grandmother, I find myself reciting them or saying them when I think about that. Who do I look to first when things are good? Because who I look to first when things are good reflects who I look to at all. I don't know if it's easier to be in trouble than it is to be blessed. But however it is, oh God, I, I, I pray and seek that we be the same. When blessings come, God, you're first. When trouble comes, you're first. In the middle, you're first. So God, today, I'm not sure what, what anybody is facing, oh God, but we exalt thee. I'm not sure what, what, what battle, if anybody's in a battle, God, but we exalt thee. I'm not sure if anybody's on a mountaintop, but God, we exalt thee. However and wherever we find ourselves, oh God, we exalt thee. We exalt thee. When I have a question, you are the first person I run to. Because as, as Minister Lillian said, you are my trump card. You are the answer. You have the answer. You shall reveal the answer. You'll direct me to the answer. You'll guide me to the answer, oh God. So all that I have need of, I come to you because you'll guide me, direct me, point me, provide me, connect me, however it is, oh God. So we exalt thee. The first day of this work week, God. The first hour of our day. Help us to keep you first, oh God. As this pandemic is seeking to, to, as it's shifting, I'm not sure what's happening. I don't know where we are in it, oh God, whether it be the end or the middle or whatever it is, oh God. But however it is, oh God, let that lesson, let the lessons that we've learned in this thing be one that we carry out of it. That we exalt thee. We exalt thee in the first hour, on the first day, with the first fruit. We exalt thee. And we thank you, God, for the reminder. Because sometimes we forget we're human beings. We're forgetful. We exalt thee. We exalt thee, God. We exalt thee. We exalt thee. We exalt thee. We exalt thee. When Minister uh, Sheila was talking about... um, in the beginning, the, the body, and as she was which, uh, thanking God for different parts. I thank God for, Holy Spirit, I thank you for the way, I thank you for, you are amazing. I'm going to use the word mind. I know that God doesn't have a mind, but I think that it's the only word I can think of to describe him because of the way that he knits things and people together. Um, I don't know, it, Mr. Shield talked about the idea that if you, um, if one of your senses fails, um, how God, thanking God for heightening their sense in the other. And I, God, I thank you for the concept of the body. If you've ever broken anything or, or harmed or injured or, you know, damaged anything, then you understand how the body shifts to compensate. So it, I want to say it's 18 years ago. I can't believe, no, I'm sorry, 14 years ago. 
I um, fell and broke both my ankles at the same time. Um, so I, in the healing process, I wasn't able to walk. So one ankle, I think I had to have surgery on my left ankle and my right ankle healed um, naturally. But there was, I had to go to rehab and different things because I couldn't walk. I couldn't put any body, any weight on any part of my body. So when I was in the rehab facility, in my physical therapy, the part, the first part of my therapy was my physical therapist, occupational therapist had me lifting weight, like hand weights and um, different weights, whatever. And I'm like, why am I, why am I lifting weights? She said, honey, but because um, in order to get, like, I had to learn how to lift myself up on the steps and there's certain things, whatever, you have to strengthen other parts of your body. You're going to use your arms and your wrists and your hands and muscles in your arms and your hands and your wrists that you wouldn't normally use in a regular time, like your regular day, if you were walking, you wouldn't use these muscles because now you are unable to stand and put any weight on your ankle. That weight is going to be redistributed in your body. So we need to strengthen the areas of your body that the weight is going to be redistributed to in the midst of this time of your recovery of healing. So I thank you, oh God, that in this time, in this space that we find, God, that you are reshifting and redistributing the weight in the different parts of the body because there's some parts of the body, God, that are hurting or that are unable to be used. God, we thank you for that unity. We thank you, God, oh now. And that as we go throughout this week, God, let us, the same way that when I couldn't walk, it made me grateful for my hands and my arms and my spine and my shoulders and my neck and all these different parts that I didn't pay any attention to when I was able to walk and fully use myself. Oh God, help us this week, God, to pray and to keep in prayer and lift up the different parts of the body. Our brothers and sisters, because there are times that I think that we are, all of us have done it, that, you know, if you're a foot, you're, you love feet, you know, you love the other foot and you, you can marvel and, and, and admonish how wonderful the foot is. But how do you talk about the hand or the eye or the nose or the ear? Do you have the same love and appreciation for the foot? I mean, for the hand and the ear than you do for your, for your own part, for the part that you represent. So God, we thank you if we are evangelists or teachers or prophets or apostles or pastors or exhorters or, or, or ushers or attendants or whatever part of the body that you call us to serve. Help us this week, God, as we pray that we speak blessing and lift up the other parts of the body, our brothers and sisters, because all of us will have seasons that we're not our best. And we're going to need the weight that we carry to be redistributed amongst the body, oh God, until we get well, until we are able to be who you called us to be, until we're able to walk or strong, whatever it is, oh God. So this week, oh God, we lift up our body. We lift up our brothers and sisters. We lift up those guys that are not like us, who have different callings and purposes in this thing called the bride of Christ. This week, oh God, I let it, whoever you, as, as Pastor Mel calls it, nudge and lay on our heart, God. If I'm a teacher and you lay on my heart to pray for pastors, God, pray for pastors. If you're a pastor and God lays on your heart to pray for the apostles, pray for apostles. If you're an apostle and God lays on your heart to pray for pray for evangelists, pray for evangelists, however it is, oh God. This week, let us have, have, have focused prayer time for the body. Because as we emerge from this thing, I don't know when this emergence or whatever it is going to come, we're going to need each other like we never needed each other before. And we're going to have to lift up and pray for each other like we never prayed for each other before. Because the work is great. The work is great. The harvest is going to be great. The harvest is great. 
So God, I thank you for my brothers and sisters. And I don't know what part my brother Ty and my sister Bammy and Regina, sister Regina and Aurelia and Shida and Lisa and Stacy and Regina and Yolanda and Adrian and Angel and Felicia and Bianca and Shayla and Shayla, I hope, I hope I'm getting your name correctly. Um, Sandra and Manfred and Rinaldi and Angela and Wendia and Sandra and Montana and Elsie and Mel and Yolanda and Sheila and Lillian, but I think they all stand proxy as representative of different parts of the body. Some people are, 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 are organs and systems that are used to push things forward. Some people are on the wall like skin that are barriers that keep things out. Some people are blood vessels and blood that move. Some people are synapses, God. But I thank you that in your awesome wonder, your awesome creative mind, God, you created us to show us that we all need each other. You don't think you need a toe? Stub it. Break a toe or lose a toe and show. And your body, God, will show you how necessary toes are to your balance, to your proximity. You don't think you need a fingertip until you lose one. Break a finger. And you realize how, 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 how much, how important and vital a finger is to the body. To your ability to get dressed and move and write. And use your computer, your phone, and open doors and drive. God, we thank you for the body. We thank you. And I thank you, God, that my brothers and sisters in this room stand proxy and representative of some form, some piece of the body. We thank you for unity. We thank you for respect and reverence. Because every single part of us, oh God, that you've given to the body, we may not always see the importance, but it was important to you. You put it there. You gave it an assignment for a reason. You gave the gallbladder and the kidneys and the liver and the spleen. Everything has an assignment, has a purpose, as Minister Lillian said, and we thank you for it. We bless you and we magnify you. We lift you up and we say amen, amen, and amen. This is the 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time Restoration House. This is God's house. This is a sanctuary where we come to pray on behalf of the world, on behalf of nations, on behalf of communities, and behalf of one another. I want to say welcome to every person here, whether it's your first time or your 50th. You're here because God desired you to be here I want to ask does anybody have a prayer request a word of wisdom a testimony something that they want to share I'm asking that you raise your hand and we'll bring you to the floor all right well if you can't do it at the moment there's a couple of ways you can get a prayer request the first thing um, you, where you can is there in the back channel. There is a little arrow in the bottom right-hand corner. If you hit that button, you'll be um, taken to the back channel, and you can send a message to any one of the members of the Restoration House. So um, you, you um, have heard from Pastor, uh, Minister Sheila and Minister Lillian, but there's Pastor Mel, there's Pastor Manfred, there's Pastor Shida um, in the room. Let us know how. We can be of service to you, how we can pray for you. We want you to know that we take your confidence and trust in us very seriously. So we don't share names or any information that you don't want us to share. If there's something you want us that's confidential or sensitive, we respect that and we will honor that. Um, you can also, we also want to invite you to follow the Restoration House. 
um, is there's a little green button above next to the title above Minister Lillian said hit that button and you'll be notified every time we are here we're three times today 6 a.m. GMT 6 a.m. EST which is number two we're number two and then 6 a.m. IST as Pastor Manfred says the house that 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 picture is small but the people are mighty I always say that you may hear different different um okay I'm sorry uh yes so I have I'm sorry two two requests uh so I got a request for a a son okay so Father God we come to you first of all oh Lord and we lift up our dear sisters son and daughter to you oh God you are the God of all justice you hold the king's heart, including judges' hearts, in your hand, oh God. We ask, oh Lord, that you go before our dear sister and her children. Go before them in the courtroom, oh God. Meet out justice, oh Lord. 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 Meet out justice, O oh Lord. You know what the right thing is. You know what the answer is. You know what the just thing is, God. Do only what you can do. I ask that you comfort the heart of their mother. I speak shalom over the heart of, the, of their mother, O oh God, our dear sister in this room, O oh God. Comfort her heart in only the way that you can, O oh God. God, I stand in agreement for our brothers and sisters, oh God, who are seeking, who are preparing to take certifications and exams for, for uh, their um, their careers and jobs, oh God. I ask for divine wisdom and revelation, oh God. I ask for divine study habits, oh God. I ask that you bring back to their remembrance every single thing needed for these exams and certification, oh God. Because we know, oh Lord, that your call and purpose is not just for the four walls, oh God. That when one is called to teach or to counsel, it is not always in the church, oh God. You send us into the marketplace to rule, to counsel, and to lead justly, oh God. So I ask for my sisters that are taking exams, oh God, that you give them divine strategies, divine study strategies. I ask that you give them sweet rest tonight and tomorrow, so that they may be rested fully, oh God. That their minds and hearts and body may be rested fully to make it sharp and clear, oh God, crystal clear what they need to do. God, I speak it. I decree and declare that you bind up every source of anxiety and worry, oh God, that seeks to rest on them, that seeks to kidnap their, their focus and their attention, oh God. God, we ask and we do, we ask that you do all things, oh God. We speak over Nefertiti, oh God. And we speak blessings. We speak divine focus. We speak divine revelations. God, we speak divine strategies and study habits, oh God, so that she may know exactly what to do. Give her focus, God, strategic laser focus. We thank you and we bless you. We lift you up. We praise you and glorify you. For, and also, we, it, we do this in your name. We say amen, amen, and amen. Um, for everybody, I'll make sure to remind, um, to share the link so that, um, you're able to register for Bible study on Thursday, um, um, 
team, please help me remind, remember, help, help me to remember that on Wednesday and Thursday that we share the link so that people can register for a Bible study. Um, Pastor Manfred is doing an amazing teaching on grace and you don't want to miss it. Um, so I will make sure that we, we share that link with everybody here in the room um, tomorrow so that they can register for e-Bible study, which is Thursday, 3.30 p.m. Eastern Standard, 8.30 p.m. GMT. Um, as I prepare to close the room, I want to speak a blessing. I want to um, just first of all pray and say, God, we thank you for these, your people. We thank you for our brothers and sisters that come into this room, oh God. And although you, we only hear two or three voices on the stage, God, you hear all of our voices. We thank you, oh God, for honoring our request to sup with you, to meet with you, to come and sit and be before you. God, I speak shalom and travel and mercy over each and every person in this room, oh God. As they set aside to make you first, spend, to give you the first fruit of their week and the first fruit of their day, oh God. I ask for divine strategy, revelation, wisdom, and guidance this week in our businesses and our families and our lives and all things, oh God. We bless you, oh God. We magnify you and we lift you up. Jude 1, 24, now unto him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you blameless before the presence of his glory with great joy, joy to the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ our Lord, be glory, majesty, dominion, and authority before all time, now and now and forever. We say amen, amen, amen. We say God bless you. We love you. Be at God's will. We will be back here tomorrow morning. Same bad time, same bad channel. And I'm going to close the room in five, four, three, two, one. Have a great day on purpose. Bye-bye. We love you with the love of God. And you know where to find us if you need us. Have a great day.